Hey, welcome to the Ellis Tarker Show. This is D.V. LeBron. And um, today I wanted to come on and speak to you about veterans' issues. And particularly about the mistakes that veterans make when they're filing claims. You see, vets, vets tend to make one of those biggest mistakes. And one of those biggest mistakes would be not being prepared when they file a claim. When you file a claim, if you put no effort into it and you don't put in the work, you will get back what you give a, a complete failure. <laughs> and it's just true. I'm sorry. It, it you know, it, it's, it's like that. So you want to be prepared when you put in a claim, you want to make sure that you have everything that you need and everything to prove your claim. So now the CFR VA, if you type that in Google, CFRVA, it's the uh, Code of Federal Regulations for um, everything that the VA rates. So the VA rates for all kinds of conditions from necks, backs, you know, PTSD, you name it. It There's so many different conditions that it rates for. But this CFRVA covers every one of them. And it has the supplements too. So why the CFRVA? The CFRVA will give you it gives you exactly what the va is looking for to rate you for a particular condition now i just happen to have a bad back okay and i'm gonna go ahead and just kind of talk about backs because i know vets if you're you're getting older up, up there you got back problems so the spine and the spine is let's see section 4.1 or 4.7118 general rating formula for diseases and injuries for the spine with or without symptoms such as pain whether or not it radiates stiffness or aching in areas of the spine affected by residual or injury or disease unfavorable ankylosis of the entire spine that's 100% ankylosis is a um, it's a fancy word for movement the lack of movement your stiffness um unable to um unable to move right or flex the way your back is supposed to flex now before i go into the how they rate the rest of them i'm going to tell you the va does take some pain in consideration um but one of the biggest things they look for is your range of motion if your range of motion is for instance, unfavorable ankylosis of entire cervical spine or forward flexion of the thoracolumbar wow, spine, 30 degrees or less, or favorable ankylosis of the entire uh, thoracolumbar spine. That's 40%. So they took um, 30 degrees or less on that spine of forward flexion, and you get 40% for that condition okay when you go into a cmp exam what happens is in that cmp exam sometimes they try to twist you and bend you that is the reason because the more you can bend or the farther you can bend um forward or back the less you're going to get in your rating your rating is going to be less because they use that 
that is a that is one of their main indicators on how they rate you so you don't want to go in there doing backflips or folding you might feel good that day and i get it but if you can fold all the way down to your legs and you know uh forward flex all over the place you probably don't have a back issue and shouldn't be filing falling a clay um but if you got to think about it this way when you go into there in to get your cmp exam you're going for the total condition so if you feel good that day great but it doesn't mean you feel good all the time so you got to kind of think of it that way what do i feel like on my worst day with this condition and that's that's kind of how you want to approach those va cmp exams but anyway getting back to the mistakes the mistakes that are made are not being prepared and i've covered that by going over to cfr va and looking at the conditions that the va um, rates for and what they're looking for you will be prepared to do that that cmp exam your paperwork will be prepared now the other thing that the va uses that uses are incapacitating f episodes okay so did it put you out three times in a week did it put you out you know two times in a week that is part of the rating and that they actually have a part if you go down they have a part where if it puts you down you know three days or four days and and then let's see with incapacitating episodes having a total duration of of at least six weeks during the past 12 months that's 60 percent okay so they're looking at your incapacitating episodes they're looking at pain they're looking at forward flexion they're looking at a lot of things so those having those things all together along with um preferably a private doctor's notes because the va doctor is never going to put anything in their notes that helps you just know that the vha will not help you in their notes they are very tricky about what they write so what if you can get a private doctor it's always nice to get them there because if you ask them for help on this they'll, they'll they'll write it up the way you need it so that is one of those common mistakes coming in unprepared number two mistake that veterans do they do not seek help okay the va is not there to help you don't go to the va and say hey just file this claim because you throw it in and what happens is it gets denied and then you're in appeal hell. Do you really want to be in appeal hell? Nah, I don't think so. Some of you vets have been there, understand. That sucks. I actually spent five years in VA hell, VA uh, appeal hell. So you wanna you wanna definitely be prepared. You don't want to go in appeal hell and you want to get help. There is help, either state agencies. In my case, Texas Veterans Commission, or you know, in California, CalVet. There, there are different organizations: American Legion, um, the, uh, Veterans of Foreign Wars. There's, there's all these different organizations that will help you file these claims and help you. They know how to navigate the things that the VA does. Okay, I did most of my stuff myself, and you know how I did it by going through CFRVA and looking at the conditions and making sure that if I was claiming my back, that it was gonna match what was on there. 
So I did that and I was successful. I was pretty darn successful. So I got up into the, the bigger, you know, bigger numbers. And I'll talk about that in a second. So don't fall in a peel hole. Be prepared and get help. Get help, people. Now, they have the pay organizations. Now, some people shun on these pay organizations and they'll tell you don't do it. And look, I get it. Okay, I get it. But, and I'll put a big but, them guys have a serious win rate. So take it as you will. Do your research. Um, but one thing is for sure. You should not pay a dime before your client claim comes through. You are not paying to get that done. Okay. On when they win, then you pay them. Don't pay anybody. Don't give anybody a dollar before the, you get anything from the claim. Because there are people, there are lawyers that'll take two, three thousand dollars from you trying to file a claim. And you know, you'll fork it over because you know you think they're helping you. No, no. These organizations will go and and file a claim on your behalf, write a heck of a packet, go through all the motions, and when they win, they'll get your then they'll ask money. But that's the pay organizations. You don't have to go there. They're I told you different ways. You could do it yourself. But get help. That is that is imperative. Get help when you're filing these claims. Or you will end up in appeal hell. And the next step that they, that people that veterans run into is failing how to learn how how to learn how to do the secondary conditions. Sorry, one of those word uh, salads. Not following secondary conditions. Now let me tell you about secondary conditions. When you get PTSD from your time in the service is it i mean does it just affect your brain i mean no there's other things that are affected by ptsd when you have like i was talking to you about the back when you have back problems there are other things that are affected by the back a lot of veterans don't know to file secondary conditions and i can tell you right now you are likely to be successful with a secondary condition a lot a lot faster and more efficiently than you are by just filing all these different body parts. Don't do that. That's called the shotgun. Don't do it. Get these well-planned, well-written, well, you know, medically documented secondary condition. For instance, for with the back, it's radiculopathy. So you have, um, you know, you have these pains shooting down your legs and feels like pins and needles. Your leg goes numb etc that is part of your spine that is part of the problems with the spine and that's called radiculopathy and so it's a secondary condition you can get quite a bit of a rating on it and most veterans don't know that they could just piggyback these secondary conditions one of them is uh and i'll talk to you about this one because the the it's become one of those things where when it comes to sleep apnea, they change the rules on sleep apnea. So with sleep apnea now, what happens is with sleep apnea, what happens is you go to files for sleep apnea and you didn't have it in your record. It will go into, you will be in appeal hell. So don't go to appeal hell. Sleep apnea 
is well documented to, to come as a secondary condition to PTSD or depression or any of that because of the medications you take and just in general, the different physiological things that happen to you. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I just, I've done a little reading. So don't, I mean, when you, when you, when you go ahead to file for these secondary conditions, make sure you're well planned out, but know that they're there. These things are there. So make sure you go and you file for them. Secondary conditions, my brothers and sisters, don't give up on this claim. A lot of vets, they just throw up their hands, man. Yeah, I'm screw this. I ain't messing with this shit. Nah, don't do that. You gotta, you gotta keep trying because that's yours. You, you earned that. You don't feel like you didn't, you earned that. So make sure you, uh, like I told you just to rehash, make sure that you have studied and know what your claim requires. Make sure you have the medical documentation, make sure you put it all together, right? And make sure you file for secondary conditions. Those, those mistakes are veteran and, and don't give up on your claim. Those are mistakes that veterans make all the time. If you do those things and you're well prepared, you are going to be successful. Anyway, thank you so much for joining me on the Ellis Talker show and this special veteran edition reclaims. I plan on making more of these shows. Hopefully I'll have some more information for you again. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.